listening to My Monologue, the podcast, a non-monologue dialogue about motherhood. I'm Hannah. I'm Renee. And we made it through 2020. And within six days of 2021, we had a full-on insurrection, y'all. <laughs> so we are working harder than ever to raise good humans and stay human in the process. Renee, it's been a minute. How I are know. you? I'm here. I'm okay. The democracy stands. <laughs> you know, my family and I are healthy right now. I will I will take it. That's nice. That's kind of it for me. How are you? I'm I'm also here. <laughs> I feel <laughs> um I'm just my family has been sick. We were just talking about this before we hit record. My family has been sick every month since October. Like we get taken out. We we just keep getting colds. And I think that that's just the flip side of being cautious is that like our immune our immune systems have not been exposed to anything in a year and so they haven't been able to build up to anything and so any tiny exposure like at this point i think that it's very possible that we might be interacting with people who have stronger immune systems and so they're not showing any symptoms and they're not doing anything wrong like they're not sick of course they should be at school which is the only place that we go but i think that they might be carriers and it just keeps like and I feel terrible saying that. That's so judgmental. Like I don't, I I don't think any less of you for being a carrier. I just want for our immune system to like kick in and not for us to not fall like dominoes at the drop of a hat would be great. Mm. So we are just coming off of our. I'm gonna say it's probably our sixth week of being sick in the last Ugh. three months. So when we get sick, it usually takes about two weeks before we're all, like, fully recovered and through it, and it's gone through each one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just – I'm very tired. And I'm, like, excited to return to school, but nervous because I'm like, is, is it just going to happen again? Right. <laughs> is, oh. What does our future look like? <laughs> so I am tired. I am – I, like my, I'm physically tired from having a cold mm. and taking care of littles with colds, and then my mental energy is just not there. I'm, I'm kind of mm. ready to throw in the towel. <laughs> I'm so sick of being sick, but that's a real downer. So that's, that's okay. <laughs> well, I do not want to be a one upper, but you know what I did this weekend? What did you was do? Potty training. <gasps> oh joy of joys and he's a boy and he's three and a half and frankly he does not give a crap yeah about potty training yeah so i kind of was just like all right today we've talked about it you fully understand it you really just don't care that much. Right. He, like, he wasn't, like, afraid to do it or mad about doing it. He genuinely just didn't care. So I was like, let's just try the whole, like, pants off for a day thing. Right. We're going to Winnie the Pooh it, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> and he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He made me put pants on him, but he didn't want to wear any underwear. Ah. So he was just, like, in yeah. his pants. Yeah. And it was lots of laundry. Yeah. And there was one time I had to fish a turd out of a closed pant leg, <laughs> like down at his ankle. 
I know those elastic ankles always seem like such a good idea until you got to get shit out of them. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is fun. My husband was sitting, doing school, and I was like, hey, babe, I need your help. And he was like, okay, I'm coming. I'm finishing up. I was like, there is a literal turd in a pair of pants here. I need your help right now. He was like, oh, no. So we had a couple of really good successes. We had a lot of not successes. Yeah. No, I totally Um, understand. And today I had to go to the dentist just because the hits keep on coming. And so I didn't. I I just left him in a pull-up and I gave him to my mom. And I was like, we're not worrying about body training right now. So that was fun. (laughs) Sorry. It's good though. I mean, he's our he's our last. We are confident that we are not having any more children and we do not want any more children. So this is my last time around this merry-go-round. Right. Right. And I am happy to be done with it soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. I we are on um cuz my parents are so wonderful. They'll always like they take care of the diapers for my kids. I don't know why. That's just this beautiful, tangible act of love that they have always done. So what? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're so incredible. And so, um, like, talk about like when we talk about helping people and like making sure that you're actually helping them with the need. My parents are so good at that. And diapers so, are a real need. Not, diapers are a real need. And my parents yeah. have just always been like, we have a Sam's membership. Let mm-hmm. us buy in bulk for you. And like anytime that I've tried to pay them back, they've been like, no, they're our grandchildren and you're our mm-hmm. child. And like you're taking care of them and we're taking care of you. And this is a way that we can do it. And I just love them so much. And so I mean, that's like somebody handing you a $50 bill every two weeks. That's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. They're, oh. They are the absolute best. And so love it. We, um, we are on what I am very confident is our last pack of diapers ever. Whoa! We've switched <gasps> to only using them at night. And most mornings, my girl will wake up with a dry diaper. And then it's just a question of like, if I remember to say, like, first thing out of bed, we need to go potty. Mm-hmm. Because if right. she kind of, like, if I get up and I hit the ground running and I'm making lunches or in the middle of doing something else, when she wakes up and she starts toddling around, not toddling around, she's she's running. three. She's running. She's full <laughs> on, like, yeah. Um, that's usually the only time that we end up with any wet diapers is if mommy wow. just hasn't been on her game. So I feel very confident Good for you. We're done. And I am <gasps> so I I know. I know how that feels. <laughs> can you just like so can thankful. you just like rub the screen so that I can like soak up a little bit of this juju? Because I need it. That's amazing. It also, and people told me, people told me when I was potty training my first, they were like, it truly is different between boys and girls. And it absolutely like and again, I don't want to be gender stereotypical and like sure. say like put a blanket statement across all boys and girls. But for my boy and for my girl, I have definitely noticed that getting my boy to be interested in potty training was much more difficult and required many more tears. Um, 
then yeah i don't know that required is the right word because i'm sure that i could have done it better and i'm sure that those tears weren't actually necessary but it definitely involved many more tears Mm. than it has with my girl and so you finishing with a boy who has no interest in it i'm sorry have have you done the cheerio trick Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and he gets really upset. That's the only time he's ever upset. Is he's like, "Why are you putting food in the toilet? <laughs> We're supposed to eat Cheerios. We're not supposed to, be- uh, buddy. It's supposed to be fun. I don't like it." Okay, okay, sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's mad that we're wasting food, I guess. It, that I also have to recognize that the heavy lifting really this time around on potty training was, again, actually done by my mom because I go oh to school gosh. with my boy and I help out at his school. So the days that he's in yeah. school, I'm gone all day and my girl goes and stays with my parents. And it was something um, around the end of last year that my mom was like, you know what? She's she's ready for this. She just needs some consistency. And we all know that like consistency is not my strong point. And so my mom just started being really consistent with her. And then it really, like one day she was playing and she jumped up and she said, I gotta pee. And she went running to the bathroom and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to do anything. (laughs) Like (laughs) what a miracle. This is a literal miracle. So yeah, I I don't have any tips to give. If you have a great mom, utilize them. That's my tip. That's my hot take. That's, I feel like that is a solid piece of life advice. <laughs> like, use your mom if use you your can. Mom, if you can. If that's yeah. if that's at all a possibility, do it. That is a, that is a hot take. I love it. <laughs> and then I, um, I want to write a blog post about this. I cannot remember if you and I have talked about this or not because it has been so long since we've gotten I know, to talk. It's been but so it, long. did I tell you that I am in the the phase of life of cleaning out the baby and the little stuff. No. So this is, I think that I'm going to go ahead and say that this is the thing that's making me feel human in all of the time that it's been since we last got to talk because I was really nervous about this because anytime that I see a post about this or talk to a friend who's been through this, It's all very bittersweet, which makes perfect sense, Mm, like as it should be. So I had really kind of been avoiding it because I was like, I just don't know. I'm a deep feeler. I don't know if I like I'm ready to do this. And like I've just been trying to survive 2020. Like, do I really have the mental (laughs) capacity and the emotional energy to deal with this? And... But my brother, who lives just down the street, he and his wife just had their first. And so I'm like, I have things that they could use if they want it. If not, fully understand, like, I have things that can be donated and then someone else can use. It's fine. Um, So I finally, a couple weeks ago, took the plunge and walked downstairs to the basement and just started going through things. And can I tell you what I was not ready for? The absolute joy that I felt looking at things and going, I never have to use this again in my life. (laughs) 
I never have to use this again in my life. I'm so happy. I was bringing up pack and plays. I was bringing up strollers. I was bringing up infant car seats. And I was looking at my husband with like such genuine enthusiasm and excitement. (laughs) And I threw my arms around his neck and I was like, I am never gonna be pregnant again. And I never need this again. And we're never gonna have to do 3 a.m. feedings again. And like, so I said, I feel no sadness in this at all. And that's something that I've never seen like the permission given. And again, if it's Mm. bittersweet or if it's heartbreaking for you, like listen to yourself and know your cues. Like if you are, if you're wanting to hold on to stuff just in case, then hold on to it. That's totally fine. Or if you know for a fact that you're done, but it's still like sad because you really enjoyed those times or you really miss having a, a little, a little one. That's okay. That's great. But if you feel just happiness at the thought of never having to walk through that phase of life again, you know what? That's great. You're not a bad mom. That's that's the whole thing that I want to say. You're not a bad mom. You're great. Preach. Whatever it is, you're doing awesome. I love that. I had the exact same experience really? about a year ago when I was getting rid of all of our baby stuff to be donated, we had a pickup truck at the time and my husband took a full truck bed full of like the little six month like jumpy playground thing. Like everything that you need for, not need. The things that accumulate. The things that you're like, I don't know, every baby is different, so my baby might respond really well to this. This might be a game changer or a lifesaver for us. Right. Or it could just take up space. Like, you don't know until you try, (laughs) and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the things that you try and they accumulate. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Because they are in a phase and they love it for three weeks, and then Mm -hmm. it's done, and then it takes up four square feet in your garage. Right, because you never know if that phase is going to cycle. If it's going to cycle and come back around. Totally. Totally. So when he packed that truck up, I I watched him drive away and it hit me a lot later than it hit you. I was like, oh, I should be – should I be sad? Like, (laughs) I should be sad, right? And Don't have to be. There is no rule that says that you have to be sad. (laughs) Oh, I felt so much joy and relief. And I'm one of those ladies who loves – Nothing more than snuggling up and nursing my little. Like the the little snuggles, the little snarfles, the little head <laughs> smell. Like I love it. I even don't mind like the orange colored blowouts that they get or the right. mustard yellow blowouts. Like yeah. babies for me are really and have been my jam. But – so I've been trying to think about why that is. Like, why if this was a, a phase of love, if this was a phase of life that I loved so much, right? why am I not sad to say goodbye to it? And I think really it's because when I was in it, I, I took advantage of moments when I could. You yeah, know, when totally. When I was enjoying that baby and I was sniffing their head. I would. I was the person who would sneak away from 
uh, family gatherings and be like, sorry, I got to go feed the baby. And then just like hang out with my baby for 30 minutes. And feeling like I really did a good job taking advantage of every moment afforded me with my little littles. And then honest to goodness, it's that I have thousands of hours of video of these children. Yeah. As like little tiny little, oh, their cheeks. You know, I have so many hours of them on video and so many pictures. I mean, thousands and thousands of pictures that that's what's important to me. Yeah. Not the stuff. Not the stuff. The, yeah. It's it's the kid. It's the memory of them being little. It's the weight. It's the warmth. It's the smells and the smiles and the, the softness of their cheeks. I could not give a crap about the little bouncer thing. And so right. for me, I think that's what it was, is it wasn't tied to the the plastic thing. Right. Um and and I don't know, maybe for somebody, you know, if they really uh loved feeding, like getting rid of that boppy can be a little bit bittersweet. Mm-hmm. And you know, if or if there's a, a blanket or something that was really special between you and the child, but I would agree with everything that you just said. I did not feel bad, and I didn't feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't feel sad, and I didn't feel bad about it. What I love that you mentioned that, too, is that a lot of times, especially as moms, like just as humans in general, we can do this, but especially as moms, we feel like we should feel guilty even if we don't, so then we put guilt on ourselves for not feeling guilty. And that's something that needs to end. And I know that I don't have the power to fix that for anyone else. And sometimes I feel incapable of even fixing that for myself. Mm -hmm. But at least in my saner moments, I do see the ridiculousness of feeling guilt because we think that we should. And I'm really glad that you said I did not feel sad about it. And I I chose not to feel sad about not being sad. I think that that is huge. For me, I don't – I love my child. I don't love the newborn and the infant stage. Mm -hmm. Um, Feeding with both of my children was really difficult for me. Um, So I do not miss nursing at all. I There is no part of me that misses trying to decipher the cries. I love mm. having children who are old enough to speak and communicate and can tell me that they hurt and what part yeah. of them hurts and that I can help them with that. Um, I just yeah. – and again, some people, you loved the baby stage. I didn't. I loved my baby. I didn't love yeah. that stage. And so wherever totally you yeah. fall – on that spectrum of motherhood because everything is a spectrum wherever you fall on that you're doing great and you don't need to feel guilty about not being somewhere else on the spectrum and you don't need to feel guilty about how you do or do not feel about your place on the spectrum like you're good you're good let's your kids are growing and so are you so just embrace that growth and keep growing you're great what has been making you feel human i'm so i have not talked to you in so long and I'm so happy to talk to you what's making you feel human my friend it's so good to talk to you um as promised in previous episodes it was being in my garden after I could not handle any more of the the pee and 
Yeah. It was just, the potty training just had me quite, I was done. I was so very done. Yeah. And I just like put on some shoes, put on my earbuds and I went outside and it was great. And I rearranged the little things, you know, like I just kind of putzed and mm-hmm. I love doing, I love doing the same thing in my house and in my kitchen, just like not really on a mission to do something, but just kind of puttering around and generally making it better. Yeah. Um, like I moved a couple of spinaches um, and then I, I went out to Home Depot and I bought some thyme because my current time is in the shadow of my very large lavender bush which Ah. is beautiful and I love it so much but it's not getting enough sun so I was like well try it in a different place so I got (laughs) new time and I finally got purple basil and it was just so therapeutic for me to be out there and have dirty hands and I transplanted some of my little sweet alyssum which are just those little tiny white flowers Um, I just had such a lovely time being by myself and being outside and it really is almost spring here yeah you know Arizona is such a weird place and it's so hot in the summertime but it's awesome because spring happens in February (laughs) so I'm not I'm not sad about that and everybody else is in gray and snow and sleet Mm -hmm. and sadness and I'm going to put some plants in the ground. And so as much as I complain about where I live, hear me. I am not complaining about it today. (laughs) I am not. And it's wonderful. And my mom uh, watched my son while I was at the dentist today. Nice. And I was able to – I came back right around lunchtime. And I was like, hey, Ma, would you like a uh, little garden salad? And she was like, well, yes, I would. So I like <laughs> chopped up some tomatoes and I went outside with my little scissors and my colander and I just snipped some romaine lettuce and snipped some spinach and I made my mom a salad that, is that I grew and it was fantastic. And that then I incredible. sliced up some bread that I baked and I was like, I am homemaker. <laughs> like I just, I felt like I had conquered and it was great. <laughs> so. That is fantastic. I love that. That was, that was good. It was good. If we yeah. ever were to decide to do, like, merch, I want a sweatshirt <laughs> that has, like, like, a caricature of you standing on top of your yeah. home shouting from the rooftop <laughs> that you are homemaker. I love it. I love it. I want it. I'm just we putting should, that out there. I we want that. We can do merch. That's good I fun. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, there's lots that I have not done great and there's lots that are, I get bogged down in. But today that was a win and that's, I'm taking it. That's a total win. Yeah. 100%. So. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. That's it. Well, thank you for joining me today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I love talking to to you any and every time that I, or any and every chance that I get. There we go. (laughs) And it's been too long. It's good to see your lovely face. And uh, we'll have to reschedule again in a couple weeks because, oh no, I told them I couldn't do Mondays because I have to get a crown in. So I got to go back to the goddamn dentist and I just hate it so much. Um, Sorry to any of you who out there who are dentists or are... (laughs) 
married to a dentist, I am sorry. It's not your fault. We are on social media. Yes. We are at Instagram at my momalog. We are at Twitter at my momalog. I've been retweeting a lot. I've not been tweeting a lot, but we're there. You're great. I haven't um Oh, so this is the other thing that's making me feel human. Remember oh, yeah. remember the episode where I said that I was already picking a New Year's resolution so that I could start practicing it and like get yeah. get used to it and get a feel for it before it was, like Yeah. It was failure. And it was failure. failure. Yeah. And um I am so happy to say I am doing amazing with my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I have failed at so many things. Yay! And whenever like one of them being that I was like, "Oh, when the new year hits, I'm going to really be consistent with blogging." And I have not written a blog or posted anything at all yet this year. I've done a few uh Instagram posts and tweets, but nothing on the blog. And every time that I start to feel down on myself, I'm like, wait a second, failure. I am keeping my New Year's resolution and I am showing myself grace because January was difficult. I think January was difficult for everyone. But when you add like family sickness, even when it's thankfully just a cold and you know that you're going to recover and bounce back from that, that still takes energy. Absolutely. Um, And so I didn't have the energy for blogging and I'm good with it. So we do have a blog. There's nothing new on there, but if you want, you can scroll back through and like look at archived stuff. It's mymomalog.com. But yeah, I really hope that your New Year's resolution was something as gracious as failure because you can keep that, my friend. Here is your hope. You can keep the resolution of failure. (laughs) Use your mom and expect to fail. That's good. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm just Hannah. Full of the truth nuggets today. Filled with the gems. I love it. Um, well, you can also email us at mymomalog at gmail.com. Um, and until next time, friends, raise good humans. And stay human in the process. Bye. Bye. Bye.